Welcome back to another edition of WPOV Global! I'm your host, the legend, TJ Logan, and with me, my co-host, the man with the most, the man who eats toast, I thought I said him eating a roast, okay, it's the gentleman, Elio Canella. Elio, apparently I'm trapped in the rhyming mode. Oh, no! <laughs> I don't know what to say. Some people say it's kind of... I know, it's not cray-cray. <laughs> I'm not rhyming anything on? anymore. I will not eat a s'more. Anyways, ah, uh, uh, Elio, it's been a rough are you, week. The, are you the Dr. Seuss state of mind? I think I kind of am, my friend. I think I kind of am. Dr. Theodore Gissel, wherever you are, <laughs> rolling in a grave, listening to me, <laughs> rattle on. I will not, could not eat. Anyways, no, no. You know what? It's time for some wrestling, man. My brain's a little fried because we started the G1. Mm-hmm, we did. We've got eight, and you know what? We had a lot of wrestling this week, and it's nothing compared to what's coming up in the next couple weeks. Oh, boy. I mean, oh, boy, indeed. It's a good thing that uh, between uh, day one and day two, there is like a few days gap between uh, those two events. And you know what? You know, they legalized marijuana across Canada. Mm -hmm. They legalized heroin and cocaine across Canada. Mm -hmm. So we've been doing medically induced... No, okay, wait a sec. What do you mean they didn't... uh, Oh, maybe we shouldn't be talking about stuff like that. Apparently it isn't uh, legal. What I'm trying to say is, Elio, I've had a rough week. (laughs) It's been a lot of wrestling. Now, you know what? You know how how not... Okay, this is... is, There's things that kind of irk you sometimes when you hear Mm -hmm. things, you know what I mean? So I'm listening to WPOV, yep. and I'm listening to Mr. Uh-oh. Has No Clue About uh, Geography himself, Tony Diaz, Uh-oh. making some weird, oh, erroneous no. comments about us. Now, apparently they yeah. listened, or sorry, he semi-listened to last week's episode, because I never once mm-hmm. said that we went down to Las Vegas. I never once implied we put cocaine in anyone's uh, bag. <laughs> So, Tony, if you decide to actually listen to this week's episode, let me explain the whole Miguel situation to you. Uh Uh-oh. Now, apparently, Mr. Miguel Cole, who is not welcome in Canada, tried to make an illegal border crossing. Oh. That's right. We were notified by our good friends at the Canadian border, me and Elio, where we went down and, well, we had Miguel Cole detained for a little while. We thought... He deserved a very deep, because I mean, let's face it, he has Rick's hands up him a lot, so he needs a deeper, (laughs) deeper uh, check. Uh, We tried to get the Canadian money thing he destroyed, Mm -hmm. but the little weasel managed to get out, 
got on a plane. I don't know where. Last I heard, I think it might have either been Europe or Asia. Oh, no. But he managed to escape our custody. Oh, my. So, yes, Rick, we would not head, sorry, Tony, we would not head down to that cesspool of Las Vegas. We stayed in our beautiful country. We're watched over by the lovely Alanis Morissette, and we tried to get that disgusting little rag doll thrown in jail where he deserves to be, but apparently he escaped his own tickle trunk and is off to who knows where. And as Alanis Folks, would say, you ought to know. You ought to know. <laughs> and, and, and another thing, you know what? It's out of me and Elio's hands. We do not care where that stupid sock puppet ends up. For all we know, you know what? For all we care, somebody's tied him up in a chest and threw him in the ocean. We don't care. Oh, no. We're not even going to say that name. You know what? If I say that name one more time. I'm putting you in I the say book. The yes, I deserve to go in the book. <laughs> I, I think so. So I'm not going to say it. This is the last we talk about rag puppets. And let's get on to some real rest. All right, let's do it. All right. Now, you know what? Folks, this week we had a poll. And usually, uh, you know, we do the news, then the poll. But you know what? There was a great, great turnout for this poll. A lot of people voted. And surprisingly, and I don't know if this is a trend, but more people commented on one side than voted. And, and I'm confused about that. We'll go into that in a second. But first of all, our question had to do, in today's day and age, Elio, yeah. are unprotected chair shots cool? No. What and, and why? You tell me. I'll why. tell you why. Because okay, I've been watched following the Attitude Era for since it first began. I've been with it from the beginning. I've seen all the chair shots, and back then it may have been cool because it was uh, the cool thing, the in thing, and it was uh, no one ever, no one's ever seen it before until ECW started up, and then WWE started doing this, and I. And that, but that was 1998, 2019, they're not cool with everything that we know about concussions. They don't do anything for fair, any match. Fair enough, fair enough. You know what? I'm agreeing 100% on this. We, you know, going in here, under, unprotected chair shots are just idiotic, okay? Um, taking a steel blunt force to the head mm-hmm. has got to be the stupidest thing you could possibly do. Yep. Um, we've seen it. I mean, for every person who says, oh, that is so cool, that enriched my no, three cool. seconds, who, who, who uh, enriched the three seconds of, like, their match, Right. how much years are you taking off someone's career? No, like, that you know? perfect example is uh, The Rock's unprotected chair shots on Mick Foley at the Royal Rumble in 99. Yeah, you know what? I saw Mick Foley two years ago live mm-hmm. at, a, at a, one of his shows. The, the dude could barely walk. And then I, okay, I, he could barely move around, and a lot of it blows to the head. And I, I went back and watched Fighter Fest. When I saw that chair shot from Sean Spears, I was sick. Like, Cody turned his head, and I'm like, okay, fine, there's nothing wrong. Then they show him on the mat, and there's like this giant pool, this pool of blood. I'm like, that's disgusting. They're, they, that's not cool. Well, you know what? Uh, we're going to go over this poll, and like I said, okay... <sighs> Fifty-six percent of the people who voted in this said yes, they're cool. Fifty-six percent say it's what? cool to do that. Yeah. Okay. What is wrong with you? Fifty-six percent. I I don't know, but like, fifty-six percent of you are idiots. Okay. <laughs> Seriously. Because, <clears throat> um, oh, we're gonna get into some of these comments. The thing that bothers me the most 
is yep. 56% said no, 44% or sorry, 56% said yes, 44% said no, mm-hmm. yet more people commented about how wrong it was that and they were the minority. So people don't tell us that they're wrong. Vote. Don't just comment. Well, they did. Vote. Yeah. Uh, hopefully you guys voted. I mean, did you guys take chair shots? Is that And the people who voted, yes, it's cool. You must have taken a few chair shots if you think that's cool. And actually, we're going to get to that cuz there are there are guys on here that are claiming to be wrestlers. Oh, okay. or, I'm sorry, I'm not claiming. I'm not disputing, but saying that they're wrestlers or former wrestlers mm-hmm. and saying it's cool. And all I can say is, well, yeah. Where are you today? Uh, are you a millionaire? Because no, you probably got some head problems now being whacked with a chair. Let, let's go over these comments, okay? First of all, first of all, Tyler Draven Wankovic. And now if we say your names wrong, oh well. Get easier names to say. Uh, they ruin lives and careers. If you cared all about the people performing for you, you'd say no. Yes, Tyler. There's somebody with a smart head on his shoulder. Okay. Uh, uh, Jay Hovell. Yep. J- Jay Hovell says, definitely not the risks... The risks are too high for a little pop. Yes, Jay, that's smart. Mm. Elio, who do you got Richard on Richard Kelso. Richard Kelso just said, simple, no. Hey, smart man. Simple words, smart man. And then Matt Nowak said, they don't add anything and the risks are too big. Well, yeah. Okay. And, and see, when I read this mm-hmm. and I'm thinking to myself, okay, people are, you know, seriously thinking about other people's, uh, other people's well-being and stuff, but then... Then I go on and read some of these other comments here, and I just got to shake my head, okay? Oh, no. Um, Here's one. Chris Norwood says, I think it really is a wrestler's decision. I think each wrestling talent should be able to choose what spots they do and don't do while also working with the company on story and character development. I'm sure you're mistaken, sir. Yeah, I think you're idiotic, Chris, because uh, you know what? Um, I could decide that, hey, wouldn't it be fun to walk down the street hitting myself in the face with a baseball bat? just because it's my idea and it's only me uh yeah i'm an idiot for doing that and someone should be stopping me matt mcguire says not at all if they're already using flying headbutts in their repertoire what whoa that's actually interesting you know what that that's another thing that's a whole nother uh, can of worms but yeah. matt mcguire is right i, don't know, do you, I mean do you want to open if, that can of worms i don't know <laughs> not this episode we're gonna open another thing but he's right I mean, the the flying headbutt is basically pretty close to doing that headshot thing, and that's another thing that I don't agree with. Okay. Um, Bob McGee says, no, period. Not when we know what we know about concussions and CTE. Mm-hmm. So true. Yep. Alan, Alan Dean says no. Um, okay, here's where uh, we descend into idiocy. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Roger Blade said, I never put my hand up because I was taught not to and was taught how to give and take them. What? It's a lost art. Oh, yes. The lost art of taking blunt objects to the face. Wow. Why didn't that art survive? That's why it's a lost art, <laughs> oh, Roger. Boy. Dominic Perello goes, I hate to pull back the veil. Secret to the unprotected chair shot is a tight chair. If the bonk doesn't fling the seat back, though, you're good. You're good if the hand isn't an asshole. So he's saying... <laughs> Well, what he's saying here, what he's saying is, if the chair is, uh, if it doesn't fling the thing back, you know, you're good, unless the guy doing it is a total idiot, but you know what, if you're taking a chair shot unprotected, and you're here, the person giving it, you're both idiots, okay? Oh, man. Um, right. Tim Albert says, nah, too high risk for a small pop, there are better ways of getting reaction. Yep. Well, hell yeah, there are better <laughs> ways of getting a reaction than getting whacked in the freaking, oh, 
Elio, why does why does this stress me out so much? <laughs> I don't know. I, what 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 universe and what planet are we living on? I don't know. And okay, you know, I, I get it. There are guys on here who are who are wrestlers, and we'll get into a few more of these. Okay. Okay. Um, just because I, I want to see some of the, the. Okay, Rashad Sim says, "Hell no." For what? Uh, Gina Davis says. Uh, Gina Davis, yeah. Rashad. Actress? No, no, I don't think it's Gina Davis. She spelled her name wrong, uh, differently. Gina Davis says, uh, Rashad Sims, I agree. I don't like to see people hurt like that. Well, yeah. yeah. Rashad Sims replies with, it just doesn't make sense anymore, especially knowing the long terms of facts. And that's the truth. You know what? Nobody started taking unprotected chair shots until the Attitude ECW era. Mm-hmm. And where are those guys today? Most of ECW wrestlers are dead. Tommy Dreamer's giving you us know, a headache every week. He's the only one. Apparently, he signs his soul to the devil, and that scumbag gets to live while others die. Well, oh well. Doesn't seem fair uh, to me. Jeffrey Knight the second says, "Hell yeah, why not? What? Why? Because you're an idiot, Jeffrey Knight the second. Um, you were so dumb they needed two of you." Okay. Is Isani Omandam Jr. says no. Uh, James David Boy said, "Chair shots to the head are cool, but get the hands up." Yes, that's right. Get the hands up. Get the hands to up. Which but are, not cool. are, um, to, to our brain trust again, Jeffrey Knight the uh, second replies with, "Fair to be honest, it still looks bad. It is a show after all. Yeah, it's a show, so let's kill each other." Mm. Um, <laughs> um, let's go on here. Uh, Bert says, "Bert no says no. These Bert new says no. Sorry, <laughs> these guys shouldn't have to kill each other just to entertain us." What is going true. on? <laughs> Ryan Keenly says probably the two stupidest words he could say all week with a hell yes. <laughs> and um, uh, Ryan Devo says, I think they're good to use for shock value and to help be a tool for telling a story. But in saying that, use it for special times. Don't overuse it. That's when you start to get brain problems. And try to make it a little easier on the body or take a little time off after the chair shot, which would add to the story, but give time to the performer to make sure they're all good. So, okay, let me get this straight, Ryan. <laughs> we're going in knowing that we're going to get uh, effed up taking a shot to the head. Yo. But, hey, let's just do it once and recover from it. How stupid are you to go in knowing that? Ah, okay. okay. You know what? Yeah. These listeners are the reason why I drink. Yeah, okay. Uh, Jeffrey Deutsch says, hell no. And then he put a, uh, and I hope some of these people would actually look at this. He put a link to the Concussion Legacy Foundation. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Um, Monique Dominguez says the F is wrong with people that yes is winning. Mm. That's what we're saying. What the hell? Exactly. Oh, you know what it is? is These are the people who take take (laughs) shots to the head are the ones probably voting no. Nicholas Prindle says, why are people saying yes? Good question, Nicholas. Ron Richard says, no, these people saying yes must have never seen the match between The Rock and Mankind. Thank you. See, exactly what I was saying. Yet we talked about this ahead of time. Just terrible stuff. Okay. Um, K. Erwin Fairchild has a whole, um... Ooh, Christy. A novel. Oh, jeez. Um, also saying that people, uh, if, if, that this is a soap opera, and if you want to be blah, 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 watch all my children, and then he lives it with a shrug. Yeah, that, so yeah, that's... I guess that's, he took the time to write... That's He writes Christy. this a passionate, long thing. Yeah, Christy. Right? Chris, Just so he can shrug. She's known for writing novels. Okay. Uh, Steve Crane says, as a rarity. No. Steve Crane, you're wrong. <laughs> Terry Hellstrom, they all know the risk, so it's their decision. <coughs> hmm. 
Okay, well, that's why there's laws to protect people, yeah. I think. But hey, hey, it's our decision to go out and take guns and well. shoot them in the air. Whatever. Chris Hoff says, no, it's fucking stupid and dangerous just for a cheap shot. Cheap pop, sorry. Mm-hmm. The people asking for them to do this need to ask themselves, are they actually wrestling fans or just fans of needless violence? Why are we asking for another Benoit tragedy? Chris, you hit one thing that I always tell people. People ask me why I love professional wrestling and I don't watch, say, UFC or boxing. Mm-hmm. Because I know people really get hurt doing that. Yep. I don't want to watch, I want to see cool things just like yeah. everyone else. You know, later on we have an interview with Teddy Hart right after, and we're going to probably put a clip up of where Teddy Hart did a, uh, a, a like a, a spinning Canadian destroyer off a freaking ladder through a, a table and a, and another ladder. That was insane. And it was insane, but you know what? He protected himself yep. and he protected the guy going through and it looked cool and no one really had to get hurt. Yep. If I want to see idiots go get hurt, I'll just go behind my local bar at closing time and watch two idiots fight at a dumpster. Okay, I don't really want to see people get hurt. Okay. See, it's like my that's like um, my brother. He he's the opposite. He like he's a UFC fan. And he doesn't like uh, wrestling. Because he like, but the the question you know the question here though that uh, Chris Hoff brought up is true. Mm-hmm. Is it you want to see sport or do you just want to see violence for violence' sake? I'm not that guy. I don't want to see people really getting hurt. Which is why I'm not a fan of the other stuff, you know. Right. Uh, James Donnelly says, "Now, no, now that the CTE is a thing, I'd say hell to the no. <laughs> the head is the most vulnerable part of the body, so it should be protected at all times." Yeah. Right. Um, we got a few more comments, but basically, um, it seems most of the people commenting were saying no. Most of the people uh, were saying no, you know. And plus, yes, the the brain is the one part of the body that sends messages to the rest of the body. That's right. Um, okay, last comment is someone who actually voted yes. Fred Gabriel says, Stop making a big deal out of nothing. As a wrestler myself, I've taken many unprotected shots. Some unfortunately busted me open and a few concussions. I don't regret my decision. It was my decision. Call me stupid or dumbass. Okay, stupid dumbass. <laughs> but I did it and regret nothing. At least he gave us permission sure to call him stupid dumbass. Yeah, and uh, okay, Fred Gabriel. Um, I remember seeing you now on the WWE. Oh wait, no, you didn't make it to the <laughs> WWE, did you? Probably because you took stupid headshots and stupid things like this. It's not wrestling, man. That is backyard garbage. There was a time during the '90s where that seemed acceptable, yep. but you know what? It's like when you grow older and you see some of the things that happen, and you go, "No, mm-hmm. this is wrong." You just can't take a blind eye to stupidity. Yep. And knowing the long-term effects of what we know now, I mean, it's undisputable. There is scientific proof. And if you want to say, well, I take some headshots and I'm okay, well, you're just the same guy who just got took a bunch of drinks and went driving and went home and said, well, hey, I made it home and no one died, so that's cool. No, you're still doing something stupid. And you know what? Maybe today isn't the day you hit an old man or today isn't the day that you get a concussion that makes you piss yourself for the rest of your life and be a cripple. Who knows? Dumb is dumb. Yep. And fans, um, th- I'm glad we talked about this because this is something that hasn't come up a lot lately. Unprotected chair shots yes. seem to be a thing of the past. Now, all we've been uh, – I've done a little investigating and uh, – Right now, they're kind of saying maybe that the chair shot wasn't meant to occur the way it had happened. Mm-hmm. And the whole blood thing was uh, a slip of the chair and it, it went on the backside. But that's just it. A slip of the chair. Why would you risk that anyways? Right. It's like Russian roulette. Maybe it looks cool, but you don't stick one bullet in a gun, spin the barrel, and hope you don't take the bullet. On paper, it might sound cool, but then uh, when you're executing it, no. 
No. So fans, thank you for participating in this week's um, in this week's poll. Mm-hmm. It it really uh, it really brought up a lot of things that it's a hot topic because of just something recently that happened in AEW. But you know what? I want to throw out next week's poll right now, and we'll put it up on the page in a day or two. Okay. Um, the poll this week, and it just this is something that came up this week. It had to do with Sammy Callahan uh, taking on Tessa Blanchard. And, folks, we've seen intergender matches, and I don't have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the level of brutality that we're seeing in this kind of match, is this something in our day and age that we should be wanting to see? Should And tell me why. Don't just go yes or no. Is it cool to have an intergender hardcore match between a man and a woman? Is that cool? Because we saw baseball bats. We saw jumping pile drivers. Now, sure. I'm sure Sammy Callahan protected her as much as he could and did that. But in our day of the way we look at women, the way we look at morals, the way we look at the interaction between men and women, is this kind of match acceptable? Elio, do not answer. I know you want to say it now. (laughs) We are going to hold that answer for next week. We're going to talk about this next week. I'll try to hold my peace here. (laughs) Well, don't hold your peace. That's gross. Um, What... (laughs) Tr- you're supposed I'll, to be the I'll, gentleman. I'll try, I'll you're supposed try, to be the I'll gentleman, and you're talking like a potty mouth. Not give out my answer. Okay, you're going to contain yourself while holding your peace. I, I'm not sure what's going through your head, gentlemen. I thought you were the gentleman here. I, <laughs> I am folks, the gentleman. I want to apologize. I want to. I, <laughs> I want to apologize. Apparently, all right. Okay, you, you know what? Apologize. Let's just move on. I was going to apologize for Elio's disgusting behavior, Sorry. holding his peace and trying to contain himself. I'm not sure what that's about, folks. Um, <laughs> Anyhow, Anyhow, let's uh, let's move on to some of the news. And we've got a lot of news this. Well, not a lot. We've got some news things this week. And uh, let's get right to them. Okay. Okay. First of all, some news coming out of Impact. Mm -hmm. And now I know we've talked a little bit about this ahead of time. Um, First of all, Johnny Impact is done with the company like contractually doesn't mean he's done with the company i mean he could still wrestle for them right now but there is no contract for johnny impact it means like he could conceivably uh show up next week on raw if he wanted to um so john, so johnny impact is johnny free agent johnny free agent now uh f- folks have been asking about lax because they have not appeared a lot on impact lately mm-hmm. uh they are still under contract till august however Impact has been trying to re-sign them to a longer deal, and they have not budged yet. Mm. A lot of well, word uh, out there is a lot of companies wouldn't mind, including a big certain federation, might be wanting to take a hard look at LAX. Mm. So it'll be interesting to see where these guys end up in the end. Now, uh, some little news. Uh, we reported a couple months ago that Jazz had been stripped of the NWA World's Women title. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of an injury, or they, there were kind of vague reports about why that was, personal matters, but she she had to step down as the champion. Well, she has finally made her return back, and she has tweeted that she is out there, and she's ready to uh, ready to compete. So that'll be interesting. I know that's a name a lot of you haven't heard for a long time, but if you follow the indies, she has been floating around there quite a bit. So it'll be very interesting to see what uh, Jazz has uh, up, her, up her sleeve. Now, the last bit of news I'm going to give you, and we're going to cover it on our show, uh, over our breakdown show, but it is breaking news, is that Tom Lawler has lost the MLW uh, World Heavyweight Belt uh, to Jacob Fatu. Uh-oh. 
at the Kings of Coliseum broadcast. We're going to go over <laughs> that in the second segment, that actual broadcast itself. Okay. But, um, yeah, that surprised me, i got to say. Uh, also puts to quash, I know that a lot of people are wondering about how Contra is the free agents running around. The truth is Fatu has been signed to a very large multi-year uh, contract. So don't read too much <laughs> into, uh, you know, the storyline of them being... You know, Again, it's not impact. It's, it's, free it's not impact wrestling. Uh, the, this company knows who's working for them. Yeah, yeah, they they, <laughs> they actually know. So <laughs> that's kind of a, a bonus. Um, you know what? Uh, let's move on now to our new Japan segment. We're just going to talk about the G One right now. And uh, Elio, I got to tell you, the G One mm-hmm. man once again, the G One full of surprises this year. And um, I want to talk just about some of the tournament matches, and then we'll talk a little bit about the main event, but. Uh, there's some really uh, surprising things happened within this G1, and we, you know, we try and make our picks and we try and do those things. But yep. I got to tell you, some of the people and some of the things that happened, I would not have guessed. You know, um, for instance, in uh, in in a in opening block A action here, mm-hmm. Will Osprey versus Lance Archer. Now, uh, we all picked Will Osprey. You know, he's been he's been hot. He's been on a roll. Lance Archer. I mean. Man, you rarely have seen this dude forever, and even then, he's been in a tag team for a long time. Yeah, we said he was. He, he said he was going to do just okay. Yeah, well, he managed to win his first match in a very dominant-looking uh, way. Yep. This looks like a, a repackaging of Lance Archer, and he was, you know, Osprey was great, but Archer, man, he's making me now wonder about uh, reassessing my look at uh, at the A block because he really had a dominant, interesting performance. Um, and here's another one. Bad Luck Fale defeating Evil in the first round. Would not have guessed that. That was a surprise. I mean, Bad Luck Fale. We, we, we both said how uh, we didn't think of Bad Luck Fale would uh, really do much in this uh, G1. I was surprised if he was even going to take... I said he'd maybe take one uh, match, like, you know, be a spoiler for somebody big like Okada right. or somebody, you know, like he usually does. Did not expect him to take out Evil. Wow. Um, he has been talking about this year about being the fair general and the never lying. So maybe we'll actually see, I would like to see, a straight out, uh, straight ahead performance by him instead of the usual Bullet Club shenanigans. Mm-hmm. So uh, there you go. First night, Evil uh, losing to Bad Luck Fale. Uh, Sonata <coughs> defeating Zack Sabre Jr. Mm-hmm. I... This one, I did call this one in my mind. I thought for sure that Sonata would have the edge. It really does look like Sonata is being groomed for uh, going up, you know, going up at least to the top of the card, you know? Okay. Uh, he's got a new look. Uh, they're really high on him right now. And uh, I- I'm-, I'm excited to see where it's going to go. I know Zach is still floating around. Uh, he can be a bit of a spoiler, but I wasn't too surprised uh, to see him lose uh to Sonata. Um, the last match in that block had, uh, this was interesting. I wonder, this seemed like such a cool opening match for the, well, not opening of the tournament, is um, Kenta, the former Hideo Itami, mm-hmm. defeats Kota Abushi. Now, I was kind of thinking Kenta would have to really put on a really strong performance here just to show people that, you know, he deserves to run with the guys. But I mean, Kota Abushi has been doing some amazing wrestling this year. And I did pick Kenta to win, and he did, but it wouldn't have surprised me had Kota Ibushi won. So I'm wondering now, looking at the first night from Block A, Fale uh, definitely, and, and Lance Archer definitely, 
definitely surprising me, uh, coming on in a way I didn't expect them to. Uh, Sonata looking strong like he thought. Zach looking pretty good. Um, nobody looked weak in the first thing, but like I said, I didn't expect some of those results. And uh, Kenta, I think, may be a bit of a dark horse here. Maybe, you know, maybe more than we, we might give him credit for. Uh, last thing I'm going to throw out there, fans, is, of course, there was a really big uh, historical match of uh, Okada taking on Tanahashi for the first time ever in the United States. Mm -hmm. uh, they faced <laughs> each other many times, and uh, this was a really good short match. I mean, short in the sense most of their matches go in like 50, 60, you know, 50 minutes or so. This one uh, was a very good almost 30-minute match, and uh, fans, it was it was something. It was really, they really brought it. Uh, Tanahashi, yeah, he's banged up. He may not be able to be the most effective in this tournament, but uh, he shows why he's he's definitely the ace. I'm trying not to be too uh, um, silly by saying that, but he definitely is the ace of uh, New Japan. And Okada, man, Okada is the man, you know? Uh, I, I He's one of our picks for maybe taking this whole tournament. Yep. Uh, it's unusual for the champion to actually win the tournament, which might hold him back. But in this sense, I mean, you watch the guy, and he's on top of his game. He's probably one of the best wrestlers in the world today, and fans got treated to a, a great thing. Now, fans, we only have day one to talk about because it was in the U.S. It moved back now to Japan, and there is going to be, I'm sure next week's uh, episode, there's going to be a crap load of New Japan stuff that we're going to be talking yeah. about. And for the next three weeks, there's going to be a crap load of matches we're going to be talking about. So hold on tight. Uh, New Japan is taking us on a roller coaster ride. And All next right? week, uh, we get to see John Moxley. Yes. And uh, the only reason, do you know why Elio, he was not on the Dallas show? Why is that? Because apparently his contract with AEW does not allow him to wrestle for any major uh, companies within the U.S. Oh, okay. So he can, he can fight uh, in New Japan in Japan, but he cannot fight for New Japan in America. Oh, okay. So, okay, folks. We're, uh, you know, at this time, I want to shoot off to a, we're going to take a, a little break here and, and, and we're going to play for you an interview I just had with, with the current MLW junior heavy, I guess, mid heavyweight champion, one half of the MLW, uh, tag team belts, the incredible Teddy Hart. Now, Teddy Hart, I've interviewed this guy many times and sometimes Teddy is, is in a crazy mood and he'll talk some crazy <laughs> shit. And other times, other times you'll be in a really uh, analytical and interesting perspective. This is one of those times. I mean, he had just taken, or he just performed uh, a Canadian Destroyer. And for those of you wondering what that is, that's a, like a rolling, um, a sort of a flipping pile driver. But he did it off a 20-foot ladder through a table that was perched on another ladder. And mm -hmm. taking out Michael Richard Blaze and winning that night in Edmonton, Alberta. I got a chance to talk to him. We only have uh, four and a half minutes. He was pretty banged up and wasn't sure how much he could really talk more. He talked some interesting things. And uh, you know what, fans? Uh, I'm excited by some of the things he talked about. So why don't we cut off to that interview and uh, we'll go from there. Sounds good. Hey, Global fans. I have a chance to talk with probably one of the most talented professional wrestlers I have honestly got to see. And I'm not blowing smoke up his ass. I'm talking about Teddy Hart. Teddy, tonight you came into Western Canada and you had a match that I can honestly say makes me sad because I don't think I'm ever going to see a match better than that. Uh, well, I, I believe that has to do with the uh, training that Michael went through uh, during those years, those formative years when he was a kid. He was the hardest working kid I ever had in my school and I've, I've been all over the world traveling and scouting talent and uh, hoping to better the business and evolve the sport and uh, very proud of him tonight and wrestling for fans 
when the match is over, I like to call things uh, pretty, pretty realistic, a shoot, we'll say, and uh, it takes two guys to go in there and have a great match, and it also takes a great audience and a great promotion uh, for all those elements go together to make that match have that feel to it. So I want to thank the fans and thank you for uh, the compliment and the interview. I got knocked pretty silly tonight, so I'm uh, I'm happy to be safe and hopefully my uh, my head's okay. I have a big match tomorrow in Pro Wrestling Circus. Uh, anytime I get to perform, like I say, I try to keep that heart legacy alive and the heart name and make my grandfather and all the people uh, that went into making the heart dynasty and the heart legacy what it was uh, proud of us and proud of uh, the work ethic that guys come out of the dungeon and come out of the new heart dungeon uh, have. And Michael's a a prime example of that. Uh, again, I was so proud of him tonight. You know what? Uh, fans can see you quite regularly on MLW, which I got to say is a really fun show that we've really been pushing on my show because it's one of the funner wrestling-based shows out there. You guys have lots of different wrestling, and the Heart Foundation is a major part of that show. What is it like to be finally now the helm of like a major organization and being in the forefront? Um, it's an honor to finally get an opportunity, I think, uh, that this, the Teddy Hart character was misunderstood, and uh, due to some of my own, we'll say, uh, habits or in the, well, per- perceived notions or comments I've made that I didn't get the opportunity. I, I, I guess I probably uh, could have had, and all he can do is either quit wrestling and cry about it, or or get back on the horse and try to make a comeback and make it count and and go in and deliver performance after performance after performance. And MLW seemed to see the effort I was making on the indies, and they they brought me into MLW and gave me a, a wonderful platform to work for. And it's a wonderful show. Court Bauer is uh, my biggest fan, and uh, he puts his money where his mouth is, and he's he's given me an opportunity to hit a home run, and I think I stepped up and uh, delivered. Uh, match after match after match of, of solid matches with a, a group of really good young young wrestlers that they've scouted and happy to be on TV and carrying on my grandfather's uh, legacy and the heart name and hopefully living up to Brett and Owen and Davey and Dynamite and all the guys that came out of the dungeon, Benoit and Jericho and Lance Storm, <clears throat> trying to keep that name at the top of the game. Now... One of the unique things about uh, MLW is you guys, you came in and you were kind of a, a bit of a heel-like faction, but the, you won over the fans so much that you haven't even changed your guys' style and the fans totally love it no matter what you guys do. How do you find that reception? That's pretty cool. We stick to the kind of do whatever, do whatever we want motto and if fans decide that us breaking the rules every once in a while is something that they like, I saw Stone Cold Steve Austin kind of go in there and do that same same shtick and uh, it seemed to get over with him, so thank God they like us, and hopefully God continues to bless us with, uh, you know, safety and uh, more opportunities to go out and perform for the fans. I love my fans, and hopefully wrestling continues to grow. AEW hats off to the Young Bucks and Cody Rhodes for giving all these other guys a a, a wonderful place to work and a, a great payday, and hopefully that makes WWE uh, step up a bit. And WWE's got a lot of a lot of work ahead of them, I think, because. People are wanting to shit on them when they forget how much the WWE's done for the wrestling world. And Vince McMahon's a genius. I don't care what anybody says. And I, I don't think that they've missed the boat so much. It's just that there's so many guys there. And with the ratings being the way they were, PG-13 or under, it was tough for them to push the envelope. So hopefully maybe that'll change their style a little bit and they'll go back to being a edgier show. And uh, people forget where they come from sometimes and I, I don't think the Hart family would be where it was without the WWE and uh, the McMahon family 
uh, and all the obstacles and things that have come between him. I was happy to see Brett go back to the Hall of Fame and, and handle it the way he did, class act. And, uh, you know, I know that my grandfather's proud of everybody, Natalia, Tyson, Kidd, uh, Harry, or the David Boy Smith Jr., myself, and Michael, I definitely think will be coming into the Hart Foundation for MLW. That's the plan right now. That's awesome. Now, on a recent episode of MLW, the dynasty, we're making fun of the fact that you made your own clothes. They were trying to say, oh, he can't afford to buy good clothes. But you design your own clothes? clothes? more than their, their suits. I think you have some incredible clothes. Uh, you, you design them? Yeah, I design everything. I'm the fabric designer. I guess I pick out all the fabrics from all over the world and try to make cool track suits. And the, uh, the cost of these are far more expensive than those guys buying some cheap suit at the men's warehouse or whatever they want to play in. You know, but I'm... Uh, I don't mean to cut it off short. I got kicked really hard in the head tonight, and everybody knows this is uh, a sport of taking care of each other. Accidents happen, though, so I'm, I just want to make sure you got at least something out of me, and I appreciate you taking time to, after the show to talk to me. And I love my fans, and hopefully you guys get to come back and watch PWA, and I'll either bring Jack Evans or uh, Davy Boyd Smith Jr. or maybe Brian Pillman, one of us, to come back and fight uh, my other student, uh, Brandon Van Danielson, another tremendous talent, and Michael's obviously uh, my best student ever, so I'm very proud of him. And thanks so much for the opportunity again, and hopefully my words are uh, heard by all your great viewers. Thank you very much, Ted. Hey, folks, that was that was a pretty cool interview. I like that. Well, you know what? We are going to go into our break right now, and uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to be talking some MLW, some NXT UK. We are going to be talking a bit of ROH. And I got to tell you, it's a sad day because I have to report, we're going to have to talk about Rhea Ripley uh, losing. Makes me sad. But anyways, we'll, we'll be back, folks. Hello, this is Miguel Cole from the Wrestling POV Podcast. Wrestling POV and Wrestling POV Global is affiliated with the Collar and Elbow brand. Go to CollarandElbowBrand.com and save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. Collar and Elbow has t-shirts, hoodies, sunglasses, and more. And the best part, you're helping out your local indie wrestlers. And you're helping out the best wrestling podcast of all, Wrestling POV and Wrestling POV Global. You don't want to miss out. So save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. Oh my goodness! What's up? This is Jeff Cobb. You're listening to WPOV Global. Hey fans, welcome back. Um, let's get into our regular shows. You know, we, we talk about three shows right now, and, and I know... In the fall, we're going to be talking AEW also, and who knows if Impact ever manages to to, to make itself watchable, we may start reporting on that show again. But right now, we have our three shows every week. They're in a bit of a competition with us. However, there's a bit of an asterisk on this week's because one of the shows did not put on a regular show, and we'll talk about that at the end, okay? But let's first of all let's talk some NXT UK. Elio. I know this is one of your favorite parts of the show, so why don't you get on and tell us a little bit about NXT UK. All right, so NXT UK, once again, we are at the Download Festival for this week's episode, and this fur opening match is is the reason why TJ is a torn man, a man torn apart, because we had Piper Niven defeating Rhea Ripley. Now, that is a tough one for me, because I love Piper Niven, but man, I love Rhea Ripley, and this is like... You know, it's like watching your favorite blonde take on your favorite brunette. You're torn to in two. I was torn in two. Um, I got to say, though, Piper Niven really does seem like on her way up, like they're really pushing her hard. Yeah. And it does seem like they're kind of downplaying Rhea Ripley a little bit. 
So take that what is me. The only thing I find really strange about this is as much as they're pushing these two, it's, I mean, they keep mentioning Tony Storm, but we don't really see her a lot. Well, no, I think uh, they, um, they mentioned it later on in the broadcast. We, she will return next week. Well, yeah, she better. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, gonna forget, they, you don't want to forget about the yeah, champion, they, they, right? They mentioned uh, how we were going to see certain matches uh, next week, next week, and uh, we never do. So, yeah, we better see yeah. her next week. But all right, I really like this match. This was a really good opener. Yeah, it was. It was good. You know, um, Rhea is very aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, Piper showing she can take a lot of uh, punishment and make the comeback. She delivered that drop kick from like all the way across the ring. Yeah, definitely one of those shotgun yep. kind of uh, like Mark Briscoe type <laughs> yep. drop kicks. You know, uh, the mule kick, I guess they sometimes call it, or a shotgun drop kick. It was she, it was powerful, and she tried that flippy thing. I mean, the first time she missed, mm-hmm. but she did a cannonball the second time. Um, Rhea, though, that did you catch that boot she gave Niv- Niven in the face? I did. That was insane. <laughs> that was, wow. I was very impressed with yeah. that. All right, going on. We get to see Jack Stars once again. Yay! <laughs> oh no. Okay, so then, uh, yeah, we had Alexander Wolf defeating Jack Stars in his uh, NXT UK debut match. Did we really think Jack Stars had a chance? I'm pretty sure Jack Stars <laughs> knew he never had a chance. I bet they knocked on the door on his door and said, "Jack, you're gonna be on. You're on tonight. Oh, wonderful!" No, 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 no. You're wrong. What? You're wrong. They got him out of catering. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that what he was? I thought he was. Uh... He doesn't have a dressing room. Come on, this is Jack Stars. He was hanging around the back and catering, and they happened to glance over and said, "Oh, there's yeah, Jack." He's like, "Oh Star- shit! Why didn't I look duck?" Look at his name, Stars. Yeah. What is he like? Five foot four though. He's like this tiny little dude. He he's a go-to guy for whenever they need someone to beat up. Yeah, he's like that Ariel Dominguez guy in uh, MLW. Throw in the little guy and get him get his ass kicked. Um, I want to say this, though, okay? Um, when Sanity was uh, a big thing, mm-hmm. uh, I liked most of the members, and I couldn't stand Alexander Wolf. He just never fit into that group enough or something. Right. I, I just, it f- felt like an ill fit, but I got to say, uh, the Alexander Wolf I saw this night, mm-hmm. uh, I like this Alexander Wolf a lot more. And I think Imperium is something good for him. I, I think maybe he will make more of a name for himself than he did with Sanity. Yeah, you know, I think uh, when uh, we first saw him, we weren't exactly sure how this would work. But I think like he, I think this is going to be a good fit for him, this Imperium group. Definitely. Then we had a handicap match. We had Jazzy Gabbard and TJ. Don't hurt me for yeah, saying this, but... I, I kind of like seeing Ginny in this role as a manager. I don't want to see her in the ring because she sucks. You know what? You're right. <laughs> uh, I am not going to get mad about this because I would much prefer to see her as a manager. She's a terrible wrestler. Yep. She does yep. kind of look hot. I'll give her that as a manager. She looked a little bit hotter than usual. I'll give her that. Wow. Um, Jobber Girls 1 and 2, man, they just look like they took those <laughs> chicks out of the festival. They were like wandering around buying like CDs and they're like, hey, want to come uh, get your ass kicked for 50 bucks? <laughs> But, um, you know what, okay, now I have to say, whenever they have um, wrestlers like this, like uh, enhancement talent, I usually go yeah. on, on this website that I use, ProfiteDB, and I look them up, because I like to see, like, where else, uh, they, what other companies they've um, worked for. Okay, I do not know anything about these girls, what did you find no, out? What I, what I found, but this is the first time where I looked these two up, and they're literally listed as unknown female wrestler one and two. I know nothing about so these I two. I told you. 
They grabbed them from the festival. They were just two girls wandering around eating like cotton candy or whatever British people eat when they're at festivals. And they were like, hey, you chicks want to make 50 bucks? And they were like, wow, we don't have bus fare home. Why not? Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. So, Jazzy Gabbard made another work of these two. Basically a squash now, match. Jazz, Jazzy Gabbard. Okay. She, oh, man, I am really torn about her because part of her is kind of hot, mm-hmm. but part of her scares the living crap out of me. <laughs> I told you she's Walter number two. You know, like, it's like, you know, I like Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley's, you know, she's a bigger girl yeah. with uh, with the kind of tough look. But, I mean, Jazzy's like a freaking tank with boobs. <laughs> and I like the boobs and all, but I'm not sure if I want to climb the tank, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> plus, plus, I'm pretty sure she grabbed me and, like, choke slammed me off the tank. She power bobby you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, then we get then we got another th- Cassius Ono. I'm so oh, sick yeah, of this dude. Yeah, he about how uh. he's uh, the best British uh, strong style wrestler when the best best British wrestler or whatever. I don't know. Is he such a moron that he doesn't be- <laughs> understand that you have to be British to be a British wrestler? He's not oh. British. I don't understand that. Okay, yeah. so this is our main event. It's the, for the NXT UK Tag Team Championships. It's the Grizzled Young Veterans against Mustache Mountain. And uh, the crowd was so behind you, this uh, Mustache Mountain. Yeah, you know, Mustache Mountain's really fun. And um, here's an interesting thing. You know, since the Grizzled Young Veterans have won, we've rarely seen them. But they kind of suck, so... I don't mind not seeing No, them. I'm seriously waiting for the day when James Drake just gets tired of Zach Gibson and drops him. <laughs> oh, I think everybody is. He's definitely the much more loved of the I two. Mean, I, I mean, we, we call Shawn Michaels uh, ugly younger brother, but you know, I'd rather see him yeah. than Zach Gibson. Zach Gibson just sucks. You gotta admit, though, you know what? Mustache Mountain, despite the stupidest name mm-hmm. in tag team wrestling, yeah. they're so damn fun to watch. What's that thing they do at the beginning of the match? They, they like sharpen their mustaches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's a little kitschy, but I mean, Tyler Bates, man, that guy like breaks his ass wrestling. He he really goes all balls to the wall when he's in Wait, there. I think I, I, that think crazy... I figured it out. That's how What's they that? get their power to win matches. I want to slap you and put you in the book right now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyways, they, they, the the match ends, of course, with like uh, with Imperium coming out and uh, and I guess attacking Bates and Seven. So uh, once again, it, it, I find it very funny how uh, the tag team champs are downplayed out of this. I didn't like this ending though. I really wanted to see a winner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if it had to been, even if it had to been like uh, the grizzled young veterans, mm-hmm. at least something, right? Yep. Um, you know, you, you mentioned you didn't mention something that. I, and I know why, oh. because next week's main event is, um, or I don't know if it's going to be next week's main event, but next week, the most match that nobody gives two shits about, uh, Gallus taking on the hunt. That's right, I didn't Dave mention Mastiff. Gallus, because I don't care about Ugh. Gallus, I don't care about Gallus or the hunt. They both, yeah. they both suck. Otherwise, but they yeah, just, I, I do know what, you, what you're talking about. Uh, they had the bad show with the Max Sage. Yeah, okay, um... Fans, I, I'm going to say this week's episode, I liked it. I mean, the Niven and Ripley, as much as it tore my heart, uh, was a, a strong match. Alexander Wolf actually looked pretty good. Um, actually, Jazzy Gabbert, that, that, pretty great. That crowd, that, that crowd was uh, just like you. They were torn during that Piper Niven yep. Ripley match. They really were. They were really split down the center on that. Oh. Um, and then the main event, uh, 
some great work by uh, Bates and Seven, but like I said, kind of a crappy finish. Yeah. I'm going to give this a B minus because uh, of the finish of the main event and Cassius Ono just manages to like you know drop you down a notch. Okay, I'm uh, I'm just I'm just gonna give it a, just a straight B. I I, I like okay. this uh, this uh, episode of UK a lot better than the past two weeks that they've been at the Download Festival. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Now, folks, usually at this time we go into MLW and it's Fusion, but there was no Fusion episode this week because of the Kings of Coliseum uh, sports event. Mm-hmm. They actually put that, inserted that in, in, in um, what's the word, like in form of, instead of the Fusion episode, they just used this. Yep. Now, we're going to tell you the results of this. The problem with this is, and this happened to us before uh, on one of their events a couple months ago, they <laughs> we run the risk of telling you these matches and who won, and then them using some of these matches again down the road in a fusion episode, and we've we already <laughs> talked about it, or pretending that the event hasn't happened that they're leading to. <laughs> but let's get into this. Um, okay, so our opening match, they had what they called the Star Spangled Hammer Challenge for the National Open Heavyweight title. Okay. Um, that's uh, Alexander Hammerstone, mm-hmm. who beat Brian Pillman Jr. there uh, last week for it. All right. He comes out, he sends out a big challenge, and who comes out? The humongous, the giant, the over... Oh, wait, that was Cotto Brazil. Sorry. <laughs> All five foot four of Cotto Brazil came out. Um, now, I'm not going to make fun of Cotto Brazil because he is a good wrestler. He is a smaller guy, which made this really strange because Alexander Hammerstone is probably one of the bigger guys on the entire roster, you know, except with the exception of Davey Boy Smith Jr. But uh, it was kind of weird. It was sort of like watching, uh, you know, the little guy get beat up again. Yeah. Um, Hammerstone, though, he uh, he was dominating in here. Um, it, it gave us a chance, too, to shine with uh, MJF. I mean, that dude really knows how to aggravate people. He's a really good speaker. And as much as he makes you want to hate him just by his talking. And that's good. You know, can I say, can I say something about MJF? Now, you know, mm-hmm. I love as much like uh, he's supposed to be this heel that you're supposed to hate. Like, yeah. momentarily going back to AEW. And that Cody match, he was the first one out there after uh, all that happened. Yeah, yeah, um, yes. <laughs> he he is a good guy. He's he's really good at his character, and and I really enjoy that about him. He shows how versatile he was. Now they showed something, and I kind of like this because I don't like Simon Gotch. But uh, they showed backstage like Simon Gotch. You know, um, he gets beat the crap out of him by uh, by Tom Lawler for revenge, which I like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Next match. Now, it's sort of funny. Like, we always wonder why they show this guy. But let's face it. He is a pretty good wrestler. He really knows how to get the crowd going. Is Myron Reed. Oh, no. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I know he's kind of a douche. Um, taking on Ray Horace and beating Ray Horace. Uh, it was a good match. Lots of, uh, lots of well, what you'd expect out of these kind of luchador-style wrestlers, you know. Um, I liked it. Solid. Um, then, the main event. And... Uh, you know, I'm not going to go through all the other things that happened in here. We're going to skip through some of this. But the main event was really interesting. Uh, I wasn't sure if I would have called it this soon, but Filthy Tom Lawler losing the belt to Jacob Fatu of Contra. Oh, okay. And uh, we're talking like a um, – it, was like, it wasn't a schmoz finish. It wasn't a you know an illegal pin or anything like that. He actually got a legitimate pin on Lawler, and uh, it, was, it was good. And Fatu – you know what? The fans were really reacting to Fatu as as loving him. Wow. So <laughs> that'll be interesting to see. Now, to keep in mind, uh, Fatu has this belt now 
they didn't mention that. Well, they mentioned it earlier, or hinted about it, but I mean, Laparka still has the battle brawl thing, so he can cash in any time to go after Fatu and try and take the belt from him. So that'll be and interesting bring, to see and how bring it the plays bat, out. and bring the belt back to LA. Yeah. Um, so you know, it was kind of funny too because they even played it out a bit because they had like Selena kind of hanging out, like I think you know, giving you the idea that maybe. Maybe Laparka was going to run out there if Lawler won and he was all beat up. But Lawler didn't win. Fatu wins. He's celebrating. And they show like they show Selena making a phone call and getting really mad and storming out. So that'll oh. be interesting to see how that plays out. Now, here's where we have the conundrum. It's not really a fusion episode. So right. do we rate it this week and make it part of the thing or not? Your call, Elio. I've been, I'm not sure. I'm torn about this. Do we count this in the polls or put an asterisk beside it? Or... Or what? Uh, this is tough. This is a tough one because it's not. It's, 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 it's not like a, a not. an actual episode, but uh, we're gonna they they tape other matches that we're gonna see on actual episodes. So it's hard to say because it's like you're watching yeah. Kings of Coliseum, but you're watching a regular MLW Fusion episode. Okay, you know what? I've been thinking about it, looking at both sides, and I think we are going to count this one because. It went into the time slot okay. that uh, MLW usually has, mm. and it represented wrestling this week, and it was a, a very entertaining show. And I'm actually going to give it a I'm going to give it an A minus. This went out from the. Uh, I thought it was a very yeah from the sounds of it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with an A minus as well on this one because um yeah just uh, the main event was surprising Jacob Fatu defeating Tom Waller. so it'd be okay. it's gonna be interesting uh, to see where they go with him. Very interesting. This whole Contra, do they, you know, they, they've had so many horrible things that Contra's tried to do and, and stuff. So, yeah, where do they go with this now that the con, one of the Contra guys is the champion? Yep. All right, all right moving on. Let's go into Ring of Honor. Give us the Ring of Honor report right, this week, Elliot. All right, let's see what we have for Ring of Honor. And Ring of Honor this week, the opening match we have. <laughs> Did we really expect anything different? We had the Kingdom... Well, actually, I actually thought the bouncers might defeat the kingdom, but it's uh, Marcelli and TK O'Brien uh, pulled out the victory in this one in the opening match. Well, the bouncers, eh? <laughs> but you know, I it, I don't get these guys. Isn't it ironic that they're so fat that they don't really bounce? <laughs> Wait, the, okay, anyways, Brian Malone is. Uh, you, you ever hear him when he says, "I got no teeth, I can't bite." <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, no wait. That's that's Beer City Bruiser says that. Oh, Beer City Bruiser. Okay. Well, either one. They they both look the same to me. They're both. Yeah, they're pretty generic and fat. <laughs> <laughs> Next, I think uh, this was um, a top prospect, uh, two top prospect uh, wrestlers, mm-hmm. Josh Woods and uh, defeating George, um Brian Johnson. Yeah. Okay, match, I suppose. Yeah, uh, in the main event, <laughs> Matt Damon defeated Tracy Williams to, the, to retain his ROH championship. Again, I don't know about this main event. Yeah, you I know. I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't either. Uh, I like Matt Taven. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like I like Tracy Williams. Um, but yeah, you know, it's just not a big enough feel. And, and it's one thing that's kind of concerning me right now about ROH, especially their TV show. The TV show really hasn't been that fun to watch lately. No, I don't know. It's a bit of a, it's bit of a drag. I don't know what's going on with ROH, yeah. but usually it's... I don't know either. Usually it's uh, always uh, fun to watch, but I don't know. Lately... Lately it's almost a chore. You know? So what are you going to give this, like this one? Week's, 
I'm actually going to give this one a C this week. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to C minus. The bouncer is just, ugh. yeah. Um, it's stuff like this right now that really concerns me about ROH. Yep. I love ROH, but lately I'm not enjoying the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pay per views are good, but the show itself is kind of like, eh. Right. And even the pay-per-views aren't blown away anymore. You know, for every great Jeff Cobb or Matt Taven, you've got the Bouncers and the Shinobi Shit Squad <laughs> and whatever other crap they're trying to throw against the wall. Um, I, it makes me really wonder, is ROH in a lot of trouble right now? Uh, is it just going to fade away into obscurity? I mean, is it, it going to be the new impact? No, I hope not. I, I hope not either. I hope not either. Uh, I wonder, I know AEW, in my mind, might end up killing off Impact. It might also kill off Ring of Honor. Oh, man. And uh, I hope not. Mm. Uh, Jeff, get on with AEW or WWE, brother, because... <laughs> Ouch. New <laughs> 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 Japan loves you, bro. <laughs> so, um, all right, record those into the book this week. Okay. In our tally book, not the book of shame, nope. our tally book. I've got that, uh, I've got the, um, the tally so book means- open here. So that means this week, two points going to MLW, okay. one point going to NXT UK, zero points going to ROH. What does that put our total now at the current standings? Okay, I'm sorry, you gave uh, NXT what? Got what? One point. One. one point for coming in second place. Two points for first place, one point for second, zero points for last place. Okay, so that puts NXT at uh, four. Mm-hmm. MLW got two points, you said. Yeah. So that puts them at five, five, because they're they were they okay. had three, and uh, ROH is still at uh, zero. A zero. Yeah. Oh, this is gonna be a rough one. We'll <laughs> see how this progresses as the years go by. Yeah. As the year goes by, not the years. As the year goes by, uh, folks. Uh, we haven't been doing this for years. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like something. Sometimes. No. Um, you know what? It's that time of the re- it's the time of the the episode where it's it's time for me to get all the anger of my life out, Uh-oh. all the all the pent up aggression. Elio, open that book and see what kind of mystics we're dealing with. Let this me week. see what the book has to say this week. The book of shame, people. The book of shame. The book slowly opens, and I'm turning the pages. And our first entry is Ace Austin. Ace Austin, you still suck monkey dink. Man, you're bad. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, I I can see what, you know, you, you show up a lot on MLW. You show up a lot on Impact. And uh, I don't know, you probably do the neighborhood bar mitzvahs for 50 bucks. Uh, that's probably where you got the cane from, you know, where you do your magic tricks and stuff. Why don't you try magic tricking some better wrestling and storytelling? Because, man... Your gimmick is tired and it sucks. TJ, and TJP. You're very unlikable. TJP handed yes. him his first defeat in Impact. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> TJP. There's a guy I like. Uh, yeah, Ace Austin. Boo. Sucks. Next we have Stay next we have uh, our the newest entry from last week. We have Dave Mastiff. Dave Mastiff. Oh, man. Uh, you're so generic like the hunt. I don't even want to be mad at you. You're just a waste of time. <laughs> I mean, ugh. Next week, I got to sit through you and Gallus. I mean, can we make my life worse? I don't think so. Ugh. Might as well throw in the grizzled young idiot stick. <laughs> Ugh. Next. El Hijo de Los Angeles Park. You know what? I just realized, have we ever actually seen this guy wrestle on MLW yet? No, we haven't seen him anymore. I mean, 
he just runs around in that stupid uniform looking like an idiot. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't even remember the last time I've seen this guy fight, and yet he still manages to haunt my dreams. <laughs> yeah, he stays in the book. He sucks. Facade. Next. Facade. Oh, Facade. You were like our first entry, I believe. Um, man, you know what, Facade? Yeah, you just suck, yeah. <laughs> I can't even think of I've said so many bad things about you. I think I'm out of bad things to say. The only, the, the only place you can find him now is on uh, on YouTube in uh, in uh, other matches that he's been in. No, I think the only place you can really find him <laughs> is probably in a 7-Eleven working the night shift somewhere. <laughs> Sucks. Then we have that word that begins with F. Oh, yeah, always. Always in there. I hate that word. And it's made me hate Nigel McGinnis. <laughs> yeah, probably that jerk's coming up soon. So. <laughs> I'm yes. sure, he, I'm sure he's going to be there. Then we have Jimmy Havoc. Uh, I have yet to see anything that makes me like Jimmy Havoc. <laughs> he's this creepy-looking, emo, bleach-skinned, whiny, black-haired weirdo. Um, he's the kind of kid that, if I was in high school, I would just kick his ass for <laughs> looking at any, at the way of any girl. Like, seriously, you creep? You're going to borrow their, like, uh, their fingernail polish so you can paint it black and look, uh, you, you sicken me, man. Then we have Kenny King. <laughs> Kenny King. <laughs> Sorry, well, that name makes me sleep. Uh, oh, Mad Man Fulton. Uh he sucks. You hang out with OV, you get what you get. Yeah, you know what? Turns in a bowl. You know what? Uh, when you told me he was in Sanity, I don't even remember seeing him in action at all. I, I, no, he was back in the... He was in the beginning before they brought in that uh, dude. Um, Killing Dane? Killing Dane, Oh, yeah. okay. Remember there was that big dude? Yeah. Nigel McGuinness. <laughs> oh, Nigel McGuinness. I have a special kind of disdain for you because you know better. <laughs> you, you, you're talented and you know better, and yet you... You tend to cater to the lowest common denominator, and you suck, man. That that just makes you a terrible person you know, and a terrible. You know, I have to say, I was watching the this uh, NXT takeover that they just had recently. Yeah, his commentary on there is so much more different than on NXT UK. He actually sounds like he knows what he's talking about. Yeah, it's not just buzzwords and clips. Yeah, I know. I don't understand. And that's another thing. I don't understand it either. Why you would do that? So we, yeah, you stay in. We have Sammy Callahan with times four asterisks. Okay, add another asterisk oh. because now you're portraying. Not only are you this disgusting pig who is apparently a goat fucker, according to Selena. Um, now, now not only do you spit and do weird, gross, disgusting things. Now you beat women with <laughs> baseball bats. And yes, it's wrestling, and yes, it's a show. But is that really what we want to promote to young kids? Like, it's okay if you're mad at a girl to take a baseball exactly. bat after her, have your friends hold her. And um, and on what planet, in what universe am I living in, where a good fucker main events slammiversary? Uh yeah, I don't know. This we're obviously in in desperate times. Desperate times, my friend. It was the worst of times and the worst of times because Sammy Callahan made the main event. Yuck. Then we have Casey the Updater. Man, she is bad. <laughs> oh, she is pathetically <laughs> bad. Was she, was she on uh, the Kings of Coliseum event? No, I don't recall really seeing her oh, on there, but she no. sucks, man. She just When she's there, she just sucks out all the credibility <laughs> that you're watching a real sporting event. But you know, I, it's like 
She's like watching a high school play. As okay, as much as she sucks, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of like, like, like making fun of her because she is, she is such a bad actress. Oh, she's just terrible. She knows absolutely nothing about <laughs> wrestling or anything. Well, that's why I kind of, I kind of oh. like, uh, I kind of like uh, when she's around because I just want to laugh at her and make fun of her. <laughs> true enough. True enough. I'll give you that. She's in still. <laughs> Then we have the Crisp Brothers. Ugh, dumb and dumber. <laughs> Grease and greasier. Shit and shittier. They're terrible. Yeah. Do not like the Crisp Brothers. They're, they're, they're just horrible. And then we have... I don't even... Then we have the Hunt. <laughs> oh, just bad cartoons. <laughs> they're, they're, not, they're laughable. You know? I mean... Can you imagine if the Hunt had showed up in uh, ECW oh, <laughs> back wow. in the day? These guys, you know, the, like, these guys are the kind of cartoon characters I would wait. I'd probably wait see on my television set if I woke up on a Saturday morning in nineteen eighty-five. Yeah, these are the guys that make Duke the Dumpster look cool. <laughs> the guys Duke that make the uh, what Duke or, the Dumpster or IRS or. Wow. Um, uh, the Repo Man doesn't even seem as ridiculous. Uh, hey, as Repo Man was cool. Come on. Hey, just because he repossessed all your shit and was your uncle doesn't mean you should be cheering for him. He was your uncle, wasn't he, Elio? I can see the resemblance. Anyways. <laughs> what, what, with the beady eyes? <laughs> uh, you said it, not me. <laughs> okay, yes, he stays in. And the last century, Tommy Dreamer. Oh, Tommy Dreamer. You're like the backed up sewer system that nobody can fix. My God, your wrestling brings turds to mind. <laughs> can you even call that wrestling? Ugh, Tommy Dreamer. I wish they beat you to death with that kendo stick when you did that tense thing from Raven. I wish Raven had cracked the stick and used the, the pointy ends to poke your eyes out and you'd die. Oh, can I, no, that, that's mean to say, but yeah. Hey, you know, oh, and can I say, we, we were talking about cheer yeah. shots earlier. This is another yeah. thing that's not cool is kendo stick shots. That's another thing that's... You don't think so? What? To the head? Are you talking like to the head or to well, the body? I, I actually... Because yeah, I've seen like, you know, when they... When they nail the guy with the kendo stick, right? right straight yeah. up in the head. That's yeah. another one. Yeah. I, I'm going to agree with that. I'm going to agree with that. Okay, so... Yeah, you make... Sorry. Those guys are in the books. Nobody gets out this week. You bunch of losers. <laughs> this is why the book of shame is made for idiot sticks like you. All right. So that is our book for the week. Okay, you know what? I feel better. I got some of the venom out of my system. Uh, notice, I did not bring a certain name up that would have got me into the book, even though I still hate his stupid sock puppet. Uh -oh. <laughs> Wherever he is, yes. I hope somebody is beating him. Uh oh, <laughs> you know what, fans? Tell us how you really feel, TJ. Despite all the idiots and losers that we deal with in the Book of Shame, there was some great wrestling this week. We saw some really yeah, there good was. stuff. Yep. And uh, once again, MLW, I'm, I'm digging it. Didn't get to see my mats for this week, but hey, too much mats, I might get sick of them. So let's 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 uh, let's let's keep it on the keel we have. And I, and uh, I, I, th th I think we said NXT was in the lead. Was it what? Was in the lead in the race? No. It, oh it no no no! It was MLW who took it. Yeah. Because they were tied at three. They were tied. Yeah. yeah. Um. Some some really good wrestling this week. Uh, Rhea. Sorry you lost, babe. I hope you get your stuff back. Piper, yeah, good job. Um, <laughs> some really interesting stuff coming up. The G1 is hot on the fans. If you like your wrestling really talented, you, know, you want to see some balls to the wall, good wrestling, watch the G1. Yep. You know, Don't waste your time on all 
the entire cards. I know it's four hours. At least they're in English now. That's one good thing. You know what? Uh, I, I think out. I'm going to start uh, starting uh, on Saturday. I think I'm just going to focus on the main card, the main uh, matches. Yep. Yep. Watch some of them. You're going to... Elio, we're going to be in for some good wrestling. Because uh, okay? the tag teams are, I think, are what really take me out after a while. Yeah. I, I got to tell you one thing, too. You know, folks, the reason... I, I came on to the show. The reason we started this whole show mm-hmm. was the love that I developed of New Japan from the G1 tournaments. I wanted to talk about New Japan. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I wanted a forum for that. And the guys at WPOV, uh, they gave me that opportunity by letting me start the, the, the this show, you know. And, uh, hey, are you starting a wrestling match in there? I can hear a bunch of people in the background. <laughs> uh, we got a company that's about to leave. The, is it a flash mob? They're going home. I think there's going to be a battle royale starting up. Excellent. Well, you know what, folks? Uh, I love New Japan wrestling, and uh, it's it's been great to have this forum. And I'm glad, Elio. I know you didn't get to see a lot of it before you joined the no, show and started talking with me about it. And I'm hoping you're enjoying. I, what you're I'm seeing. definitely it's enjoying a, them, especially when and, and especially I wanna, when I get when sorry. I especially when I have that card in front of me, I can follow along with what matches coming up next. Yeah, yep. yeah, it's laid out like a real tournament. And uh, folks, you know what? Uh, I, I want to thank uh, I want to thank Elio this week for for putting in the putting in the extra effort. We we've had a lot of wrestling this week, mm-hmm. um, and I want to say, fans, you know what? Uh, we tend to you know we joke around, but uh, we, we 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 go through a lot about uh, the big indie companies. But you know, there's another company out there that we don't talk about. It's obviously the gorilla in the room, and that's the WWE. Check out the guys. On uh, WPOV, uh, there every Saturday, their show. You got Tony Diaz, you've got uh, Mimi Goody, Rick Serrano the Third, and a name I can't mention because I don't want to end up in the book. <laughs> but uh, they have a hilarious look at uh, WWE, and every week now they have a segment where they uh, talk about some kind of hot point topic, and uh, I think that's pretty cool. So check them out. You can find them. Tell them where you can find them, Elio. I know Podbean's one of them. You can find WPOV and WPOV Global on Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and Stitcher. And you can find Wrestling POV Podcast on Facebook, Wrestling POV One on Instagram, and on Twitter at Wrestling POV. And that's if you want to send us messages and whatnot. Folks, if you want to send us uh, a line, please do. We'll try and answer any questions. We'll try and make things. And, hey, uh, we love wrestling just as much as you. Anything you want to cover, want us to cover, just just drop us a line. Maybe we'll take a look at it. We want to thank all of our fans across North America, Canadians, Americans alike. We want to thank all of you fans across Europe. We've been uh, we've been getting viewers from, uh, from Germany, from England, from Ireland. Heck, I won't even forget my good friends in the Soviet Union. Thank you, guys. I guess it's not Soviet Union anymore, is it? It's uh, <laughs> thank you from Russia, uh, also uh, Hong Kong, China, and any other place. You know what? We love you all. We want to hear more from you guys. Tell us what you want to, us to talk about, and what's the most we could do? Ignore you and tell you to screw <laughs> off? Yeah, sure, we could do that too. But whatever, you know, maybe we won't. Maybe I'll be in a good mood. Maybe I won't put you in the list. Maybe I will. Anyways. Elio, thank you for joining me this week. You have yourself a tremendous week, folks. Thank you. Elio, say goodnight to the good people. All right, listeners, we will talk to you all next week.